0: welcome to the cosmic road trip podcast
1: a podcast about all things spiritual mystical witchy and woo-woo designed for the modern babe
0: each week we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern day modalities
1: this podcast is for the dreamers visionaries change
0: makers and risk takers Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz guide you through the universe. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. We have an amazing guest on the podcast today. We have Katie Hess, who is a flower alchemist, author of Flower Revolution, and founder of Lotus Way, which is one of the world's leading floral apothecaries. Her signature elixirs have been featured in the Oprah Magazine, the New York Times, and the LA Times, and her flower-powered community is thriving in over 15 countries. Katie's the host of the Flower Lounge podcast, founder of San Wellness Retreat Space, and her mission is to expose 3% of the Earth's population to the powerful properties of flowers, helping what's innately amazing in our bodies to flourish. So welcome, Katie. We're excited to have you.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here.
0: How's your day been going? Crazy, but good. Yeah. Well, that's always fun. I I feel (laughs) you. I have a wedding that I'm in tomorrow, so we have the rehearsal... This evening and, and a wedding in the middle of the week. So it's kind of a different week for me. So I'm excited for that.
1: Wow. That sounds like fun.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. It's for one of my good friends. I'm actually the matron of honor. So I was working on the speech this morning because I'm a procrastinator. So <laughs> but it's done now. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, Well, awesome. I wanted to kind of just start, you know, I, I listed off several things in the intro, but my favorite thing is that you are a flower alchemist. And I was just curious kind of how you got into that and what that means to you, just so we can give the listeners a little background.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a title that I just sort of came up with myself because I couldn't quite figure out what to call myself. I work with flowers um, to many different capacities to help people reach their full potential. So alchemy in terms of like, you know, in the olden days, it was like turning um, metal into gold. And so the premise is, is for us as humans to take what we find chaotic and stressful and challenging about life and about our inner landscapes and what's happening inside of us and using that as um, energy to awaken our full potential. And then the how is really through flower remedies and herbs and um all kinds of other tools from nature.
0: Amazing. So what's a little bit of a, you can go as in depth or surface as you want, but how did you end up getting into flower essences and remedies?
1: Yeah, I graduated college and then I was like, now what am I supposed to do? (laughs) And I looked around me and I saw that, you know, so many people were getting into debt. They were getting into jobs that they hated. They were, you know, getting kind of stuck into like the rat race and having to pay the bills but not really giving themselves the opportunity to figure out like what their true purpose was or what they felt called to do or curious or what they were good at. Mm -hmm. And so I left the country. I traveled a lot. I lived um, for several years in Europe and in Mexico, traveled throughout Asia. And I was really giving myself, I guess that opportunity to search for what really was it that I was supposed to do before I got locked in. And I started studying natural remedies and I ended up running into a a master in flower remedies from Madrid, Spain. And as soon as I met him, I was like, oh my God, this is, (sighs) this is the vehicle. Like, this is it. I'm just going to do this for the rest of my life. And he basically taught me two things. One was every flower or botanical on the planet has a really specific way that it benefits and awakens our, Mm. our potential essentially
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that was fascinating to me like not in terms of like smell or like healing the liver more in terms of healing all of our emotional stuff and then he said like you said in the intro he was the one who said if we can get three percent of the world's population working with these remedies it will absolutely change the outcome of the future of this planet and i think all of us have this like deep down sense of like Hmm. things are a little crazy and they just kind of keep getting crazier. Right. So um, for me, it was a way to say, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life to like serve humanity and the earth in a way that all of us, myself included, can work with these kind of secret hidden powers of flowers to help us get through what we think are these self-limiting challenges or the things about ourselves that we don't like, or that we're embarrassed about or that trip us up and really be able to liberate the things about ourselves that we're good at, that we didn't know we were good at like hidden talents and strengths and power. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. That's so beautiful. I love that. I love that so much. And for someone I, I have a, a very light understanding of flower essences and you know how they what they can kind of do I don't have a super in-depth knowledge of it but can you explain what flower essences are maybe yeah. kind of either how they're made or or just kind of a beginner's understanding and I guess one other question is flower essences and flower remedies are they the same just
1: different terminology
0: or is there something um, different there yeah, I mean
1: that's part of the confusing part is so many different names so flower mm-hmm. essences are the same as flower remedies are the same as flower elixirs and they're okay. very different from essential oils in aromatherapy. Yes. Okay. Um, so, you know, like I think right now we're at about with flower remedies, we're at about where essential oils were in like maybe the eighties, you know, like some of the hippie moms were using them with their kids, but <laughs> like fast forward to today, like pretty much every mom knows what lavender oil is. for, oh, for sure. Right. Right. Um, But we're still, with flower remedies, we're still sort of like in the hippie moms, um, you know, or like people who are sort of like out on the edge trying new things. So to to, to explain the concept, something to be aware of would be like studies in the UK show that bees are not attracted to flowers based on color or scent, like we thought. They... Are having a very subtle communication, electrical communication. The flowers are emitting an electrical frequency, uh, and the bees pick up on it, and they can actually communicate things through this electrical frequency. And um, in the same way, <clears throat> in Japan, there's this practice of shendan or forest bathing, mm-hmm. and they take it so seriously. Like they have 44 certified, you know, like forests that lend themselves to this practice. And when they looked at the benefits in the Tokyo Medical School, they showed that but just bathing, meaning like bathing in the energy of the plants, Mm -hmm. um, it dramatically reduces adrenaline, cortisol, increases white blood cells. So your stress goes way down. Your immune system is boosted. But what's even crazier is that there is this exponential power to this energy or chi from nature. So that if you spend one day out in the wild, all of those elevated health benefits will last in your body for a week. And if you spend two days out in the wild, your body will maintain those health benefits for an entire month. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there's this, we know, you know, based on studies that mother nature has this crazy wild exponential healing power effect. And then we also know that we as human beings have energy. You know, you, you this is like so common sense things. Like you walk into a room, you feel the energy of the room. You feel the energy of people. If you go to a gathering, there are some people that you resonate with. There are some people you don't want to be around. And all of that's energy, right? We have these electromagnetic fields or aura as a more simple word. <laughs> that can extend out to six feet in front of us. We're not just these like flesh bodies, right? Like bodies, like it's, there's something that animates our human bodies. And if anyone has been through the death and dying process or seen a loved one die, when you see the consciousness leave the body, it is so apparent that our bodies are just these like human, like meat flesh suits that we just inhabit for a while. And then we leave. So all of that to say, there's so much more going on than than the human eye can see. And you can even look at like your cell phone, like how does a cell phone actually work? You know, like if somebody had told you, okay, Brittany, when you're older, you're going to carry around this little box in your pocket or your purse (sighs) and on these invisible waves, all of your, everything, your heart, your poetry, your music, your videos, your photos, your like your voice, everything is going to travel on these invisible waves like a magic carpet throughout space. And you can be in Kansas and I can be in Phoenix, Arizona, and we're having this conversation. And it's all riding on invisible waves throughout space. Like, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it kind of funny too? People are so more willing to kind of believe that they're willing to kind of just not even think about or digest it. Like you said, it's these invisible waves doing all sorts of crazy things. But then if you turn around and tell somebody they also have energy and an aura and can, they can send out signal, signals and receive and transmute their own signals from other people, they then can, some people can start to kind of roll their eyes or turn away from it. And it's just so crazy what we're willing to believe. And the other part we, we don't dive deeper into.
1: Yeah, it's interesting what we question, what we don't, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. well, my cell phone works, so I'm not even going to think about how it works. It just works. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you look at like, you know, most technologies that humans come up with, Mother Nature already has had them for for so long. I mean, Mother Nature is like the earth is 4.5 billion years old. Is it that far of a stretch to think that the trees and the plants and the flowers are emitting these subtle electrical frequencies that we as human beings in our innate wild wisdom without even really intellectually understanding it can pick up on these frequencies. We can, you know, download things from mother nature in the same way that we download information and energy from each other. I mean, one of the best things about life cannot be seen by the naked eye. And that is love. Oh, like you so can't see love energy visually. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 But no one would say that love doesn't exist or that it can't be magnified or expanded. You can't yeah, you you
0: partake in it, you share it, you feel it, you experience it, and yet it's something you can't actually put your finger
1: on. You can't visually see it. So for Mm -hmm. some reason in the Western culture especially, we tend to discredit things that we cannot visually see. We discredit things that we can just feel, but I mean, also as a human being, when you feel something, you feel something and you can't really argue with that, right? Like if you're in love or you feel love for your child or your parent, you can't argue with that. It's exactly. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, so, okay, that. so to answer your question more plainly, um, flower remedies are essentially gathering up this healing life force and every flower has a really specific um, way that it impacts us. Uh, it's called a solar infusion process. Basically, it's using the light of the sun, water to to, to um, get the life force or the healing energy into water. You preserve it with alcohol. You do several dilutions, kind of like homeopathy. In the end, you have this little elixir or remedy that you can put under your tongue, or you can mist it around your body. If you put it anywhere in or on your body, it moves through your acupuncture meridians, you know, the sort of roadways of energy through your body and harmonizes. It gets out the static, it gets out the grumpiness or the stuck places and really starts to open us up to who we really are. Oh, that's beautiful. So just,
0: I, I know I haven't, but do for others, they don't taste necessarily like the flower. It's more of the alcohol than it, that it's, Infused in,
1: yeah. There's no taste. We add honey to ours, so ours just kind of tastes like a honey nectar. Oh, okay, but there's no flavor, and you can you can add it to water, coffee, tea. You can basically just like put it in any of your beverages, and it's like bathing on the inside with positive energy. Oh, I love that. That
0: just gave me a little like tingle up my back. That was that's awesome. <laughs> um, so how how old are flower essences? When did they come about oh, in history? Or right was there a certain culture that started with them? Yeah. How, did, how did they come about?
1: Phenomenal question. Uh, because I know some people are like, well, this is so new. And it's actually very, very old. And there are many, many ways that many cultures have practiced it. So for example, in Australia, you see the aborigines sucking the dew off of bush lollies. You see in Central America, medicine women uh having you see what flowers you're attracted to and then soaking them in water and then dumping that water over the top of your head during moments of transition in your life. Oh. You see in the Himalayas, um, yogis and yoginis doing uh, solitary retreats in the caves and using this substance called chulen, which is like flowers and gemstones. And they could literally survive in the mountains on that. Oh. Um, like basically like, Eating or consuming the, the energies from nature. You see in Europe, doctors, alchemists, mm, prescribing their patients essentially to go out into the wild, go to this particular area, look for this flower, this color, and drink the dewdrops from the top every morning as a way to moderate or improve their mood. Um, so in the 1940s, a doctor in the UK figured out how to scale dew drops <laughs> because for some of us it's just not practical to you know to be drinking the dew every morning even though it's super romantic <laughs> um, so this is uh, a way to sort of scale dew drops into a form that you can bring it into your daily life anytime um, and yeah I mean it's not anything that's new and the crazy part is I think this is so interesting if like there's so much about flowers that we already know that we don't know we know. And and everyone would answer you the same. Like, for example, if, if it's Mother's Day, you're probably not going to get your mom like 12 long stem red roses. <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. 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 Uh-huh. And if your lover gives you like some white lilies, it's kind of like, that's kind of weird. (laughs) Like it doesn't embody the message that's being given, you know? Right. And so there is something about us as human beings innately that we don't even realize we know, but we know it, that different flowers make us feel differently and they have different qualities and we can really tap into that. Whether it's, like you said, at a wedding. I'm sure there are specific flowers that your friend chose and there's a reason for it, even if she doesn't know the reason. It's some kind of quality that she wants to bring into the ceremony or into her community um, to help everyone move through this transition or celebration of life. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean it is something
0: that you don't even necessarily think about on like I for instance I have no idea, and I guess I've never even thought to Google the meaning of them, but I know poor little carnations seem to kind of get, (laughs) you know, like thrown to the wayside in the grand scheme of all of the options of flowers, but I think they are so pretty and they last forever on my, you know, kitchen island or wherever I put them, but I'm just naturally drawn to them for whatever reason. So is there a meaning behind carnations that you know
1: of? How would you describe how they make you feel or how would you describe their personality in three words?
0: They make me feel like peaceful or kind of relaxed. And then Mm -hmm. also at the same time, they bring about just like a joyful experience being around them. Like I smile when I see them.
1: Uh And if someone said, what's the personality of a carnation, what would you say? Probably like if the fun, if I, <laughs> this is the
0: first thing that came to my mind and I have no idea, like the fun party girl, like there to like brighten your day, like make it a good time kind of, mm-hmm. you know, high vibe feeling.
1: Yeah. So would you describe, just out of curiosity, would you describe yourself as Uh, having an effect on other people. That's kind of like the fun party girl that brightens people's day with a higher vibe and makes them feel more peaceful and relaxed. (laughs) Yes, I would say that. I, as,
0: besides being a a podcast host, I'm also an intuitive life and business coach. So my job is to empower others, to help them feel better, to, um, you know, bring about a a better feeling into their life. So yes. (laughs)
1: So some of what what some of what the flowers that we're attracted to, you know, the ones maybe not like the one I'm into this week, and then it changes next week, but the ones that we're really into for a long time mm-hmm. usually have a, a capacity to bring out who we are more, as well as be a reflection of how we are. So carnations are, and the way they, the way they emit energy mm-hmm. is. The same as you do, but it just turns up the volume on what makes you special.
0: Oh, I love that. It's kind of like a bee to a flower is how I am towards carnations. Like I'm picking up the signal that I'm getting reflected back to me.
1: Yes. And it's helping to magnify or like juice up, power up that Uh, energy in you, which makes you special. I love that. That's so, I love
0: that. Now I'm going to have an even bigger bond with carnations I always buy them I'm I'm not that I'm that person that always picks them out but um that's so beautiful I love that um okay so with and maybe I I don't know what all of these plants necessarily look like are flower essences just straight flowers or are some of them more like herbs and greenery or does it need to have an actual like flower bud mm-hmm. on it to be considered a flower essence or remedy
1: Usually they have a flower just because mm, the flower is the reproductive system of, of the plant. So all mm-hmm. of the life force energy is really concentrated there. Um, but, there, you know, we do have some in our collection that are like bamboo. Bamboo doesn't have a flower. It's like a grass. So we just collect from the shoots or redwood tree, um, you know, things that don't necessarily have a flower. You can work with the new growth. But as a whole, I would say like 95% of remedies are working with the flower. Amazing. So with
0: flower essences, I I mean, I'm assuming they can kind of work on an emotional level. Can they also work on a physical level within you? How does that work?
1: Yeah, it's a tricky conversation. And In the 20 years I've been working with them, I really focused on emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic benefits. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really the the mainstay of what they what they do but I've noticed that they prevent physical imbalances it's kind of like you know if you have a a, a projector and you're projecting something on the screen mm-hmm. like a powerpoint or something you, if something obstructs the view you don't go to the screen and like scrub it off the screen you go back <laughs> to the projector uh-huh. and see if it's a piece of dust or what and then remove it and the same thing is true with our bodies. Our, our bodies, our physical bodies are like the screen. And all of the energy, the aura, the emotions, the mental field, the energetics are what is being projected into the physical body. Our bodies are a result of our thoughts and emotions and things that arise in our patterns. Um, what makes us good, bad, and ugly, and beautiful. <laughs> um, so not only does it, can they prevent illness because things have to move through all those layers. Like if there's an emotion that we just keep stuffing and repressing and repressing and we don't deal with it, it will turn up as a physical imbalance or symptom. So in some ways it's like preventing physical imbalances
0: Mm -hmm.
1: by helping you work through your emotions. Although I will say this year is kind of an exception. I have found flower essences to be, pretty pretty powerful at like helping to detox the body of foreign substances, whether it's like helping you poop, helping you sweat, helping you move, (laughs) you know, stuff out of your body so that you can be as um, like clean and balanced.
0: Well, I, the reason I was asking, I mean, all of that makes sense because I had a flower essence probably like, I don't even remember what brand it was or what it was called, but it was for stress and kind of yeah. overwhelm and I had taken it and I wasn't trying to, but I felt myself kind of um, like have less bloating. And I, you know, I lost yeah. um, five pounds over three weeks without trying. And I think it was just stress hormone had been lowered in my body from taking it yeah. and the cortisol was lowering. So that allowed for some of the extra like bloating and maybe water weight to kind of be released. I didn't know if that is like standard or typical or if that just kind of, you know, is like you said it's a byproduct the maybe the bloating or weight was a byproduct of having the stress and once that lowers from the the flower essence, you know, the byproduct of that was that I was able to kind of let that go and release it. So I was just curious about that.
1: 100%. That's totally yeah.
0: accurate.
1: Okay. Awesome. So
0: if somebody is wanting to get into flower essences for personal growth or development, what are some of your tips or where would you suggest somebody starts out?
1: Yeah. I mean, you can, you can go the intellectual route of like, Hmm, what's really got me. What's really challenging me. What's an area that I want to work on. What do I want to feel and then connect it with flowers that can help elicit that. Although it's easier, I think, just to see which flowers you're visually drawn to, because you will, without fail, always be visually drawn to that which you need most now. So, like, we have all kinds of tools, like a quiz on our homepage, and um, a flower card deck, and a book that's like choose your own adventure, because <laughs> we've seen that. You know, like if I would were, were to like lay out fifty photographs of flowers, okay, Brittany, like figure out which are your top three or your top ten. Mm-hmm. and then sort of reflect back to you what those flowers do, which I can even do if you want to go to the website. Um, I can do a like a turbo flower reading for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me pull it's, it up um, really quick. It's almost unnerving how accurate it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, see. if you go to lotuswaywei.com in the upper left-hand corner, there should be like a quiz button. Yes. And if you want to just like as you're clicking on the flowers you're most drawn to tell me what the name of the flower is and then um, I'll write it down and then give you a sort of little reading okay let's see it's going right now
0: I hope the coupon just popped up or a uh, ad one second
1: <laughs> those pop-ups
0: I know okay take the flower quiz And so should I just tell you what I, like the first one has like six of them, just tell you which one is jumping out to me? Yep. And then click on it
1: and then go. Okay.
0: Okay. So I would say the, um, Firestar Orchid Mm -hmm. and then the Black Bat Flower Mm -hmm. and Red Bird of Paradise. Ooh, um the i don't know if i the spotted bee balm yeah okay. i was torn between two on that one but um wild hawkweed okay then white magnolia okay i don't know is it pink Speria Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And then I love bamboo. So bamboo.
1: Okay. So I think that's the last one. It'll give you a kind of a simple recommendation, but I'll tell you what each of those flowers means. And this can change anytime. This doesn't mean that this is how you are and you'll be this way forever. It's just a, like a snapshot of you in this moment and what your energy might be craving more of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Firestar orchid is for people who, think outside the box, who are ahead of the curve, who have different creative ways of thinking. Maybe you'll be in a group and everyone will be like, hmm, you know, like she's, what, what is she talking about? <laughs> like ahead of the curve, right? Um, so you challenge people to think in different ways and Firestar Orchid would give you courage to do more of that and not to like keep quiet because your ideas are kind of weird or out there. Um, but to like really keep pushing the envelope does that that's make sense? definitely me. Yes, that's 110% me. <laughs> um, black bat flower. Black bat flower is kind of an intense flower. It's usually for <clears throat> when we have some sort of like anger or rage underneath the surface of our beings that we're kind of afraid of. It's like, I think it's pretty common for women where we like have anger, but like, ooh, I don't want to express that. Like, what if I destroy something or ruin something or Hurt somebody. And so Black bat helps us to take that anger and transform it into advocacy and protection, whether it's sticking up for ourselves or for others.
0: Yeah, I mean, the first thing that popped into my head was about just kind of like animal rights activism and, and things of that nature. I'm a, a vegan, so um, mm-hmm. I've just been seeing some things lately that have kind of broken my heart in one hand, and then, you know. Pissed me off in the other, so that's the like literally what popped into my head. So I'm always the person that whatever comes up is is what it's what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. The red bird of paradise is a wild um flower that grows here in Arizona when it's like 115 degrees out. It's it's just purifier and it's for when there's something on your to-do list that you just don't quite feel like doing, or you're procrastinating, it helps motivate you and give you drive and just like get it done. Um, spotted bee bomb. Does that resonate? I think you said procrastination before actually. I
0: did. I said I procrastinated for the
1: speech, not because I didn't want to do it. It's just, you know, I'm a procrastinator in general. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that flower would be really helpful if you're just, like, trying to get something done. Um, Spotted bee balm, we're – generally, we are attracted to that flower when there is some sort of trauma in our system, whether it's, like, oh, man, I just got in a car accident in the last couple years or something really difficult happened in my life, and it's – I don't think about it every day, but it's, like, still sort of registering in my body energy. So that helps us um, dissolve any sort of traumatic – Memories from the cells of the body. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, that one. I feel like
0: I, I don't have anything that's coming to mind right away for that one. But obviously, I I believe trauma lives in our body, and so it's a it couldn't not be true that I would have some sort of trauma laying in there that I need
1: to still yeah, deal I mean, with. Who doesn't yeah. have it? I mean, can it exactly. even be like in the womb or how you were born or something when you were two years old. Exactly. Um, wild hawkweed i've been taking wild hawkweed lately it's for when we have that feeling of like oh gosh i wish someone would just like snuggle with me or like give me affection or i just need a little love and what the flower does is it helps us fall in love with ourselves so much and learn how to source love for ourselves so that we don't long for it from the outside world or from other people
0: I think that, that, I mean, from a, um, being an entrepreneur myself, I'm sure like there's that constant struggle of I'm putting things out into the world that I want people to like love and to, you know, kind of appreciate. And so yeah. you kind of go back and forth between wanting to like seek outside validation, but know that the validation comes from within you kind of deal. Totally. So
1: totally. Uh, that hits it for me. White magnolia is a sign that you're in the right place the right time it's right timing it's like you know there's a, a giant transitioning happen happening right now and you are positioned in the perfect place that you can mm-hmm. kind of totally let yourself fall into the unknown knowing that there's a part of you that knows exactly what it's doing mm-hmm. that resonates so so much confirmation <laughs> Pink Speria, Pink Speria, maybe sometimes a, you, if you get stressed, you get a little serious or or like a little bit sadness or wistful. The so Pink Speria is kind of like, the flower looks like a party on a stick to me. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, like any kind of little snag in your heart, it just liberates it and it helps you play more and tap into your inner child and let your inner child play more and just in general, allow yourself to experience more joy in everything you do. Mm-hmm. I love that one. I know. We all need that. And then um, bamboo. Bamboo is, I mean, phenomenal plant, right? There are some forms of bamboo that grow a foot a day. It's just like the most wildly prolific plant. And it, um, in terms of the remedy, it helps bring in a phenomenal amount of determination into your system so that you can make the impossible possible if there's something that you want to accomplish, but you're like, ah, I don't know if I can do it, or I don't know if I can do it in this time frame, or am I, re- am I really supposed to do this? And it just brings in this tremendous energy. Yes, I can do it and I will make it possible. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. As a uh, whole, do all those resonate with you?
0: Yes. Uh, like some of them, even like just I could feel it in my throat is where I feel stuff when it like hits true. So, um, yes, it definitely did. And even the recommendation, I just kind of briefly read the first few sentences. It recommended inspired action. And uh, is it say oil on it? Um, and the first, it says you're a visionary. You think outside the box and love challenging the people around you to stretch their minds in a way that might feel uncomfortable. So, um. Yeah, it it just even correlates with the things that you just said, and it says it dissolves procrastination, distraction, and decisiveness. So, um, that that quiz is very on point. <laughs> I love that. Um, if you guys definitely go check that out because it'll make a. It's just a really quick, easy quiz on there. So, and it's kind of fun. I like taking quizzes where it's just like a visual versus having to read something you know, like, are you like this? Do you like this? What's your favorite activity? And you kind of are picking and choosing versus just being visually drawn to something. Right. Right. So amazing. Okay. So I read that you merge traditional Chinese medicine and flower remedies to balance hormones. How does that work? Is that something that you kind of do for yourself or how does that all work?
1: Yeah, I'm not a specialist in, in TCM, but I have um, friends and we have partners who are. And there's a woman by the name of Erin Bourbet who's a traditional Chinese medicine doctor and acupuncturist. She lives in um, Jackson Hole area, Victor, Idaho. And she created this beautiful, um, we have a, a on our blog post on our blog, a way that you can work with the flower remedies and the anointing oils. Um, and place them on certain acupuncture meridians. So it's kind of like acupuncture without the needles. Mm -hmm. And the the anointing oils that we have have aromatherapy in them, so they smell really good too. Oh, nice. Um, So you can – it's like this nice way of like opening up the gates of your body, of your energy body in a self-care ritual. Mm, That sounds so relaxing. (laughs) I love that um I can send you the link for the for the protocol uh oh, yes you know it's not like you don't have to do all of it you could just basically pick one point like maybe you're getting headaches or you feel stressed or tense or um abandoned or you know whatever the thing is you want to create more love in your life you can just sort of search through the the protocol and, and pick one point and just do that a couple times during the day too
0: Yes, send that to me, and I can put it in the show notes. So if somebody else is, you know, wants to to check that protocol out, they'll have access to it. Okay, so perfect. Okay, so I wanted to see. I, I looked at your website, and there's so many amazing things on there. And I wanted to kind of list off maybe just like four or five different categories. And I know like. There are some people that intellectually will want to read every single thing. And then there are some people that are very just open to kind of receiving guidance from others. So if I were to read a category, will you recommend one of the products or, you know, an essence or a mist that may be good for like, for example, entrepreneurs, what, what would you recommend for entrepreneurs?
1: Um, three inspired action, game changer, and inner knowing. Okay. That's awesome. I'm going to definitely check those out.
0: Um, especially since inspired action was one the one that recommended to me. Okay. For parents. So moms and dads, what would you recommend for them? Inner peace all the way. Inner peace, inner peace, inner peace. <laughs> okay. Um, heartbreak. And I don't know if this one would kind of go together, not heartbreak and grief, or if there's different ones for those.
1: Yeah, I would start with something um, really gentle. It's called infinite love. And then from there, you can go a little deeper into fierce compassion. And then there's one called open heart. And all of those remedies are really good for like nourishing the heart and kind of diving into what wants to be healed. If it's grief, like really intense grief, we might want to also add something like boundless wisdom, which it just helps us be really meditative and spacious as we move through whatever wants to move through us. Yeah. Grief is always a hard one for sure. So that would be beautiful
0: for people to have that tool. Um, Okay. What if somebody is feeling maybe stuck or stagnant in their life or trying to make a decision of some sort? Inspired action. Okay. And then um, what would be something for somebody that's looking to, I don't know, call in more opportunity, luck, abundance?
1: Yeah. Wild abundance.
0: <laughs> uh, I am I mean, I'm not going to say that I set that up on purpose, but I did because I have an awesome story for you about wild abundance. You um, do? From, yeah. For me personally. So what? Um, yeah. So I went to New York a couple months ago and I wanted to go to this um, store in Brooklyn because I followed them on Instagram and I'm blanking on the name right now, but they um, carry all different kinds of crystals and herbs and teas and candles and all of that. And I live in a very small town in Kansas. So I wanted to check out those kind of stores. So we trekked all the way over there and I picked up, I just came across the wild abundance Aura mist and I just felt called to it. I picked it up. We went back to the hotel room and, um, I, we were getting ready for dinner and I don't know, maybe you do since you're in the world that, that we're in. Do you know who Amanda Francis is? Um, she's like a money yeah. manifestation coach and, yeah. I love her. She's like, I've taken some of her courses before and she lives in California, but happened to be in New York that weekend like no planned overlap, nothing like that. And we were staying in like the, um, lower East village area and she, and like kind of Bowery area. And she stays up on like in Manhattan and, you know, two different parts of New York. And I found out she was going to be in New York. And I had told my fr- friend I was going to manifest seeing her. And I had this wild abundance. And I kind of just sat with it for a minute, felt it in my body, and then like kind of ended up – I just sprayed it all around me. I didn't necessarily put it <laughs> anywhere in particular. I just kind of sprayed it on yeah. my crown and walked through it. Yeah. And we went to dinner that night, and I our dinner reservations were late. And so we had to wait outside. And I was sitting there, and, and my husband was taking a picture of me. And I just happened to turn my head. And Amanda Francis was walking down the middle of the, the street. And so I got to meet her and chat with her. And she was lovely and amazing. But it just like now I use this like I sprayed it. I spray it before like podcast interviews when I need luck on something, when I'm sending like an email, all of that kind of stuff. So I wanted to tell you about it and I was hoping that you would say wild abundance. So I could, you know, let you know about that.
1: That is amazing. I love that
0: story. Yeah. So it was just kind of fun. And now in, you know, it's my like secret weapon. So, um, (laughs) and I have bought it for a few friends since then. So um, I love it. But Yeah. So if anyone needs, you know, proof that those kind of things can happen just as nicely and easily as that it's, you know, it can. So, um, okay. So what's coming up next for you? What do you have coming down the pipeline? Are you currently manifesting anything? All of those things.
1: Yeah, we just, uh, we released some new items, um, Called Sacred Body. One is an elixir that you take internally. One is a a mist that you can spray right on your face and it's full of night blooming jasmine oil. It smells so good. Mm. And it's for helping to just really rapidly detox the body so we can have more energy and more freedom and um, be able to listen more deeply to what our bodies need in terms of food and movement and um, really being at the top of our game physically. And we also released an education program. So if anybody out there is like, whoa, this is super interesting. I'd love to know more. We have um, two uh, modules of like a a digital education program that, you know, basically I share everything I know about flower remedies. Um, So education wise, that's really fun. And then what's next? I think in the early next year, I'll do some kind of sacred body program where I um, help people you know, make really tiny tweaks to their daily routine so that they can either, you know, feel more physically at the top of their game or be able to discover what kind of movement is best or food. You know, so many of these things are so challenging to us, like, God, what is it that I eat that's giving me a food allergy? Or why have I gained weight? Or why do I not feel at home in my body? Um, So it's, it's looking at really simple ways that have worked for me to, like remind myself that my body is my sacred home. You know, my, your body is your temple. Uh,
0: I love that. I um, I definitely will will be on the lookout for that. And also, um, where is the, you said the, like the education portal or, or kind of course, is that on Lotus Way yeah, as well?
1: Right okay. on the website,
0: if you just look under education, you'll find the Lotus Way Institute. I'm going to check that out. I'm a constant person of, I love learning things, even if I'm not necessarily doing something with that in the future it just lights me up to learn so I'm super interested in that well
1: yeah and also if you're coaching I mean I in the first 10 years of my career all I did was one-on-one work and I was like could I mean the only reason we even have a product line right now is because I just saw so many radical transformations in people I just could not believe it like people come in Brittany with these like crazy stories of all these things going on that they you know problems they couldn't solve that were frustrating them and then I'd make a remedy for them. They'd come back in three weeks. And it was like they were different people. They looked different, more radiant. Their body language was different. Their stories were different. They were like, you know what? I realized I couldn't control any of that. So I let it go. And like that is something that you could also you know, experiment with and consider bringing into your coaching practice because you kind of want to give them this magic talisman that when they are not with you, you know, things kind of still keep rolling and pushing them to the edge so that by the time you have your next coaching session with them, they've moved so much further along than, than if they hadn't had it. Oh, I
0: love that. Yes. No, that would be amazing. I I just love when things don't have to be overly complicated to work. If that No makes
1: kidding. Sense. We yes. don't need more work. It's like no more like you know, cardio and like beating ourselves over the head, and being so strict, and being like just more working hard. Like, no, just put some <laughs> in your coffee, and
0: that's it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, no, I love that. That's a that's amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> going to to look at that education class because that that's something that's super interesting, and I'll um I'll link all of those kind of things in the show notes as well. So, okay, last thing before we wrap up, what would be your, you know, it can be anything, your biggest breakthrough that you've had with flower remedies. So, you you know, something personally that you've gone through, something you've manifested, let go, or when kind of, you know, you had that biggest breakthrough moment with it.
1: Uh, I'm going to say that every single month I have one of those. (laughs) I mean, I know it sounds weird, but it's like this crazy love affair that uh, you know, you think like, oh yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. It's just going to get old, or Like, yeah, I'm used to it. And it's not, we have this um, subscription program where a new elixir comes out every month and it's intuitively selected to be sort of exactly what the collective consciousness needs right now. Mm. And every freaking month that <laughs> I pick a new flower, I'm like, how is this even possible? You know, it's, it's like, It's hard to articulate how it works because in some ways it's so simple, like you said, and so gentle. It doesn't, it's not like having an an espresso and suddenly you're, you're super stimulated. It's, it's subtle, but they have this way of mirroring things about you back to yourself. And in the end, it isn't even really about the flowers. It's about you. And it's about you being this, like, it's like you going on this incredible journey of self-discovery and every month learning things about yourself that you didn't see before. I was like in a blind spot somehow.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I when I've used them I feel like it I don't I know that it sounds it just works on like a soul level. Like I'm not really sure I'm sure you understand what I'm saying, but I don't yeah. know how else to experience or to explain it to somebody who's never had it because it is gentle but it it comes up and you you kind of get these downloads or thoughts or situations that happen and you realize that it's been kind of working in the background the whole
1: time. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you learn in science class that we only are using like a small percentage of our brains. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, you're like, wonder what would happen if we could use the other 90 percent of our brains like would we would we be able to levitate would we be able to walk through walls would we be able to understand like molecular space and time and be able to you know you 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 get curious like what would happen and I think in some ways flower remedies are similar in that they show us things about ourselves that we didn't see before and they show us our potential too like like Wow, like how did I not see that before? And suddenly, like for a for small example, suddenly maybe, maybe like speaking up is hard for you, or like not you, but whoever's listening. Mm-hmm. It is for me. That's one of my biggest things is like speaking my truth, uh, communicating. And then suddenly you're working with a new flower and you find yourself like expressing in a whole new way, or you know, sharing something in a way that's like very like sharp and awakening for the people around you. And then you kind of look at yourself and you're like, did I just, was that me? Um. So it's this way of like showing you like what would happen if you were operating at your fullest capacity in a way that your intellectual brain does not even understand. It's like we as human beings are capable of so much more. We just don't even really know what we're capable of.
0: That is so so true. I I love that so much. I yes, 110%. So um yeah, I just was having just flashbacks of how I felt when I've used them before and now I need to get back on and maybe I'll check out that subscription box because <laughs> I'm very much the person that believes like what shows up for me is what I'm meant to have kind of like the, what is it? The white magnolia. I'm in the right place at the right time right now. So um, I feel like that that would be a perfect intro for anyone, you know, kind of wanting to experience a flower remedy or essence and hasn't, you know, done something like that before. So we'll welcome you anytime. Yay. Okay. Well, I really appreciate everything that you have you know, anointed us with all of this knowledge, where can everyone find you? The website, podcast, socials, any of that, what, where can they find you?
1: Yeah. So the website is lotus, like the flower, and then wayweicom Wei, And we're essentially on all the social media channels, most active on Instagram, but you can find us anywhere. And there's a whole team of people that are just eager and waiting to help you figure out what flower you most need and to connect you not only with the flower, but to reconnect you with you through the flowers. So don't hesitate to reach out through email or social media and ask us because, um, you know, my whole team just loves helping people, um, with the flower remedies. So please reach out if you, if you have any questions, if your listeners have any questions. Amazing. Well, guys, I'll put all of the
0: links in the podcast notes so you can check any of that information out check out the website her book and podcast and all of the things but thank you so much katie we uh really appreciate the time that you you took today and, and can't wait to chat
1: again soon oh my god such a pleasure thank you for asking such wonderful beautiful questions really appreciate it Brittany. thank you have a good day Me too bye
0: thanks for joining us this week on the cosmic road trip podcast if you like this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming.